in the long history of the world, only a few generations have been granted the role of defending freedom in its hour of maximum danger. It's a nearly 100-year-old tradition, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but it is up against a once-in-a-lifetime virus. Despite the weather this Black Friday, millions of shoppers are making an early morning beeline to stores across the country. Welcome to Settlers of Catan Event, where we talk about conspiracy theories, current events, and whatever else pops into our minds, all while playing one of our favorite games, Catan. I'm Ben, and I'll be the moderator for this week. Today, our players are Megan, Katie, CJ, and Jasmine. Today, we are playing the Or for Wool board. Same rules apply as before. However, if you forgot or are new, you can check down in the show notes for a brief explanation. Remember, you can now find a link to a YouTube video that goes into more detail about the rules in the show notes. So for or for wool, there are going to be lots of sheep, very little stone, um, and we need 10 victory points. Oh my gosh, it's so small. So I haven't seen the board. It is such a tiny sounds, board. Uh, it is. I, I, <laughs> it I sounds like, like it's rough already. Oh my god. Because it's the normal Catan board. It doesn't have any of the yeah. extra stuff thrown in. Well. Yeah. Uh, this so is so fine. Fun. We're gonna be... Everybody's going to immediately become landlocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but much. it's okay mm-hmm. because we only need uh, 10 points to win. So I guess it's not goodness. Okay. Nothing's okay. Be okay somewhat. Yeah. Katie, your switch looks so little. It is little. It's because <laughs> it's the light. Oh, it's my turn. I want to switch light, but like I don't need a switch light. But it's so much easier to do. Question for you guys regarding: Mm -hmm. Do you are y'all playing? Do y'all always play like in handheld mode when we're recording these podcasts? I don't because I I can't. I don't. I always use the joystick separate from the switch. I do because that's all I have. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Katie doesn't have other options. So, but I always play handheld because I'm facing a window when we record, um, and so I, because it's this is my piano setup right here. Yeah. But I play my Switch in handheld mode ninety eight percent of the time. Gotcha. So. I was mostly just wondering if like the ba- y'all's battery because I I have mine right next to me. I'm not I'm playing in handheld for the first time. So. But if you like play mostly handheld, you should just get a light. Because it's so much easier to I want to. I feel like it would be better for like my wrists because after a while I'll play and then they hurt. Mm. Um, but the switch light didn't exist when I bought my switch. So. I mean, same though. We just traded mine in and then we got the light too. Mm. My my only complaint about the the switch light, and I mean, it does have its advantages and whatnot, but the biggest concern I would have is the fact that the Joy Cons are not removable. And even the switch light yeah. is having the the Joy-Con drift issue, um, which I mean, for some reason yeah. Nintendo has yet to fix. Um, but you know, it's kind of like a minor problem, and I, even as long as well, you get it fixed within warranty, and I think Nintendo of America is actually doing it outside of warranty still. But we'll, I don't know. And they just lowered the cost of individual Joy Cons because yeah. um, it used to be Kinda. that a pack of Joy Cons was eighty, but an individual Joy Con was fifty. They've now lowered them to thirty nine ninety nine, 
so pe they're trying to um, promote people purchasing replacement individual Joy-Cons now instead of sets, but... You know, uh, I don't want to do that. Both there of might mine, be a Switch Pro coming out soon, so I'm hoping that's the case, and I'm hoping that the like if that does happen, that you know they've resolved the Joy-Con drift issue because both of mine have issues, and I don't know when I'm going to be able to send that in because COVID. Um, I have the issue, but. I have not had it in a long time, and it's only when I play Animal Crossing. Like, it doesn't do it in any of my other games. Hmm. So, well, I mean, hmm. I'm not playing a lot of other games, but it never happened when I did Paper Mario. It doesn't happen in Tetris. It doesn't happen in Catan. It doesn't happen in whatever else I'm doing. Like, it's only ever done it in Animal Crossing, and it's not that bad because it, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, at least it's okay for now that mine has progressively gotten worse. I mean, I'm I'm sure. I'm just saying that like my experience with it has not been too terrible, and I just That's good, don't though. care I'm, that much. I'm glad because Joy-Con drift sucks. <laughs> but, yeah, mine's not. Yeah, bad. that's completely unrelatable for me. No. I had it. I had it once, and then I reconfigured. So it was a software issue. It wasn't like a hardware issue. Um, I had it once, and then I like re, um, whatever recalibrated it, and it was fine, and it's been fine for now. Oh, but I nice. also mainly play with my whenever I'm not traveling, which I mean, who has in the last seven months? Um, I mainly play with my pro controller and docked. So unless I'm playing Tetris Same. on the couch, that's like the only time. Yeah, that's why and I'm traveling. not like overly concerned with mine right now because I haven't been traveling. Mm-hmm. Not that I travel as much as you, Megan, but, you know. Uh, so much. We're going to travel for the first time in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are you going to visit your grandparents? Yep. E. Yes. I'm going to bring Clorox wipes and Lysol spray, and I'm going to spray down our hotel <laughs> room before we do anything. And, yep. Mm-hmm. And we got to be really Do like, they finally extra. have power back at their house? Yes, they got power back Thursday, oh, I think. Thursday. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they got power back Thursday because I'm like, if your electricity is still out, we're not coming up there. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> not doing that. Mm -hmm. One would hope that they wouldn't have had no electricity for a month. I mean, they've been out without it for weeks before, so this wouldn't be the first time because... Oklahoma sucks. No offense to anyone who lives in Oklahoma, but you know, it's not my I mean, favorite to place. Be but fair, they don't. Texas kind of sucks too. I mean, true. They don't completely suck. They elected their first state senator that's non-binary and is Muslim. Yeah, that's true. So Working. they don't completely suck. They just have really bad power. Yeah, they're just really old and they need um, to redo a lot of their state. And they just haven't done that because, you know, Oklahoma. But we have to be extra vigilant when we go visit because of the outcome <laughs> of our election this past week. We just are preparing for the crazies to mm -hmm. be out even more. So, yeah. But we had a good outcome this week. We did. It was a good mm -hmm. day yesterday. Phenomenal. Yeah, it was. I like was trying not yeah. to cry all day. Yeah. We were literally at yeah. PetSmart when the news broke and waiting on Sydney to get her 
rabies mm-hmm. shot. And I was like, I can't cry in PetSmart. This is stupid. I have to be better. So I didn't. But So I didn't. So I didn't cry. But I wanted to. Yeah. And then, like, during, whenever she was speaking last night, I wanted to cry again. And Megan looked like they were crying I, a little bit. I didn't cry, but I wanted to tear up. Just because it was such a happy moment. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yay. But now, and starting tomorrow, we get to deal with all of the crazies who are like, no, lawsuits. It was fraud. <sighs> Yay. All the fraud. That didn't happen. There's no evidence of it happening, but we're going to claim that it had did. Well, of course. So, anyway, how's everyone's week? Besides our good news yesterday of having an, a new president-elect. Um, well, because it was election week, yeah. my week was very long and stressful and tiring and felt like three weeks long, Fair. but yeah. had a good conclusion. Yes. I, I felt the same way. I don't think I, I think I watched more news last, this past week than I have my entire life. Um, same. Just cause I basically had the news up like 24 mm-hmm. seven almost. Mm-hmm. I did turn it off when I was actually sleeping, but my sleep schedule was not normal. Yeah, I got absolutely nothing done at work because as soon as I started like trying <laughs> yeah. to work on lesson plans and stuff, I was just like distracted by the um, election. So that's okay. Yeah, I felt the stress and anxiety all week. Yeah. This week felt like the way March felt this year <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> long week. like and, honestly by the time we got to friday it was just like tuesday part four yeah yeah, yeah. and like honestly this week week was even like tougher for me because i decided that this was the appropriate week to do patriotic music in class and so like <laughs> i know because i was like well i'm technically supposed to cover it like according to my state standards like it's literally spelled out word for word in all of my standards for every grade so i was like i should just do it and like knock it out of the way so it's done um and i was like well election week is a very political week like everyone's talking about the country and the next week is veterans day so i thought it was an appropriate week to do it um but i also was like i hate patriotic music by the end of the week but then we have a new president-elect so i was like never mind it was okay that i did that so now all you're listening I mean, to is patriotic music. Oh no! Oh no! I'm not gonna listen to any more patriotic music, like unless I have to, because unless I you have to, to. It for six hours a day for four days oh, past week. So I'm good. I'm gonna pass on that. But you know, I'm not anyway. opposed to patriotic music, you. but that sounds excessive. Yes, but well, when you're I listening, I hate to tell it, you, but today's topic is just me singing the Star Spangled Banner. For yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's. Uh, that so. makes sense. Oh, we, uh, say can we didn't you sing the Star Spangled Banner. We listened. So I was trying to figure out because we're really not supposed to be singing. I was like, how can I make this fun and different? So I made a patriotic bingo board. And so we played bingo by listening. We listened to patriotic music. We didn't sing it. Um, and so I listened to the same songs over and over so it wasn't just one song i listened to like 20 different patriotic songs <laughs> for six hours a day this past week so anyway at least there was a variety and it wasn't just the same one song it's true on and I, for six hours <laughs> it's true and i did get to pick and choose the music that i wanted to play for bingo because there were some songs i was like i'm not gonna play that song i don't like that song 
I don't care that it's on all their bingo boards. I'm going to pick a different one. And they'd be like, are you going to call it this one? I was like, it's whatever I pull next. I, I can't tell you. I don't know. Works. <laughs> and I was like, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. Forget the fact that you were going to get bingo in the next I'm turn. I'm proud to be an American. Um, I didn't put that one on there because I just, I didn't. I, there was, I had like 35 different patriotic songs, and that was one of the ones I did not put on there. I mostly did. Well, because we talked about so John Philip Sousa. Um, and because he's an mm. you know, American composer and conductor, so I thought it was appropriate to talk about him. Um, Very appropriate. Yeah, but we mo- I, we mostly I picked a lot of his stuff because the, there's no words. It's just you know band like it's nothing like it's just easier to do that than like God bless America and other things that because our whole country is like based on religion even though it's not supposed to be. And so I was like, oh, that's really hard to do patriotic music with that talking about Jesus. So. We did a lot of marches this week. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, Sousa yeah. is very much known for his it. marches. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I taught everyone K through five about Sousa and we listened to his music and we played along with some of it. And now next week I'm doing Native American music. So we're going from one mm-hmm. extreme to the other. But I'm more excited to do it because I've never taught Native American music. So I'm excited. So I have a, a an important question. What what is everybody drinking today? <laughs> Good question. I am drinking my classic Colombian coffee from Starbucks. Nice. Nice. I have a grande blonde americano. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Another classic. I wanted to go to Starbucks so bad and americano sounds so good. You can wow. do it after the episode. I'm probably going to go to bed after the episode. I'm so tired. I mean, you can do that, too. That's true. You can do whatever you want after the episode. That's true. (laughs) Okay. I'm drinking Target brand um, pumpkin spice, and I've got Starbucks brand pumpkin spice latte creamer in it, and it's just okay. Oh, well, you know. At least it's not bad. Did the creamer make it better? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it did, because the pumpkin spice um, from Target is pretty heavy on the clove mm. so it's okay um, yeah I'm, I'm sure we've all had way worse coffee um i am drinking my venti iced white chocolate mocha with an ah. extra shot and it's one oh, that nice. sounds so good i was waiting for the yep. macchiato you've but... entered the the mocha season it is yes. so wonderful I'm so sorry that none of you have it because it is glorious in my cup. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. What about you, CJ? What are you drinking? Um, I'm being boring today and I just have uh, water. And I've been drinking a lot of it, so if I have to randomly jump up and go to the bathroom, that's why. Lots of water. That's, that's good. Stay, gotta stay hydrated. Yeah, I'm planning on going out for a run after we record, so I was like, I should probably not have coffee while we're recording. <laughs> Well, yeah, you being healthy. All right, Fergie, up in the gym working on your fitness. Yeah, I'm trying. It's been hard. Well, I'm over here like, I need to drink more water. Yeah, yeah and I'm over here like wearing Pikachu be- uh, pajama pants thinking I'm just going to crawl back into bed. I almost said pyjama <laughs> I mean, pants. I'm still in my <laughs> I want Pikachu pajama pants. sleep attire, so I get it. I decided today 
because yesterday was a really good day for our country, I decided to wear my USA shirt again today. First time in a long time. And I'm wearing it because today I woke up and I'm proud to be an American. So, it is sad. I know. It's a little sad. I actually don't even know the last time I wore an actual USA shirt. Well, I got this um, when we did our July 4th thing a couple years ago, whenever that was. And so I have it. And I decided today, I woke up and I was like, it's a better day. So I'm going to be patriotic and wear my USA shirt and be happy. I'm even feeling so patriotic that I'm going to get a, we're going to get a flag to put out by our Biden-Harris sign in our front yard. Oh, look at you. Oh, yay. Yeah. I know there is a, per- there's actually a people on the street by us in our neighborhood who they were literally outside all day yesterday and they had people over celebrating and they were watching like they pulled out a tv and they were watching cnn and they were watching um biden's address i'm assuming that's what they were waiting for but they like there were a ton of people out outside and they were all just like celebrating and it was a happy day that's awesome yeah it was it was so i guess in case that we have any listeners who are unaware of what happened in our country this week um Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were elect were elected as our next president and vice president. So they are president elect and I guess a vice president elect. And yep. we're very excited. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a good four years. We are very happy. Yes, I am so ecstatic. I was crying when uh Kamala was speaking last night. It's a, a big step forward for for women, women of color, like, I'm, I would have liked her to be the actual president-elect, but I'll settle for vice president, you know? <laughs> well, like, it's outrageous to me that this is the first, this is the first time that we've had a woman, like, who's going to be, and who's going to be in the White yeah. House. Like, we've had women on tickets before, and it has not gone over well. Um, so I'm, yeah. I'm glad that it's finally happening. happening. It's about time that we have this so yeah anyway. it surely is and anyone that doesn't agree then you know what sorry but that's fine yep that's fine you don't have to agree but that's my opinion so well since y'all sound like you're already like in the in the thick of it maybe we should start talking about our topic yeah and right before we start talking about our topic i do want to give a shout out to our patrons cynthia kiara and brianna thank you guys for your support um, we really, really appreciate it. If you want to hear your name and want to help support the show, go to patreon.com slash Pod, or you could also just buy us a cup of coffee at ko-fi.com slash Pod. Now, Ben, I'll let you talk about our topic. So our topic is one of my favorite things. So you know how, like, Oprah puts out a list the at the end of the year of her favorite things? <laughs> the this would be on my Oprah's favorite things list. Um, but also, <laughs> so is the sound of music, like CJ singing. It's also on, one of my favorite. I was like, list. should I keep I going or not? <laughs> so, and one of my all-time favorite things all year is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It is a wonderful uh, parade. I will agree. I Same. am not like a big Thanksgiving person. I don't care Same. that much about the holiday, mostly because for probably. 
10 consecutive years I had to work on Thanksgiving in retail while I was in college and in grad school. Yes. So it's lost all meaning. Yes. But I really enjoy the parade because, I mean, who doesn't love a parade? But also, like, um, I've got an emotional connection to it. Like, my mom and I will sit and watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade together. And so it always makes me think of my mom, and I love my mom. Um, shout out to my mom if she's listening. Love you, mom. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's one of my favorite times throughout the year. It's just three hours of watching balloons and show tunes and marching bands and everything I love as a good musical is, gay. So wonderful. <laughs> I also love the parade. Wonderful, it's wonderful. Just, brings joy and so we're going to talk about the history of the parade and what it's going to look like this year in the year of COVID-19 I didn't even so. think about that this year <gasps> yeah well don't worry Who I've got you covered us. I hadn't thought about it so I am mm-hmm. first I'm going to start with like a super brief history of Macy's so Macy's was founded in 1858 as R.H. Macy & Co. It was a dry goods store founded by Roland H. Macy, and it was founded in New York City on 6th Avenue between 13th and 14th Streets. On their first day of business, their sales totaled $11.06, which approximately is $350 today. In their first year, R.H. Macy & Co. had sales of $85,000, which in 2020 is approximately $2.7 million. So I would say that Macy's, you know, was pretty successful in their first year. I would say so. I would agree there. Every year since. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So Roland passed away in 1877 at the age of 54 of inflammatory kidney disease. But the company stayed in the Macy's family until 1895 when it was acquired by the Strauss brothers. In 1902, they moved the headquarters to the flagship store in Herald Square at 34th Street, which is the one that we all know of at the end of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade route. Um, the success and popularity of R.H. Macy & Co. grew throughout the years, and Macy's went public in 1922, where they started to acquire competitors and open regional locations. Macy's flagship store in the Manhattan's Herald Square did such brisk business that it, it expanded in 1924 to cover an entire city block stretching okay. from Broadway to wow. 7th Avenue along 34th Street. Work. Yeah, honestly. So that's our history of Macy's. I said it was super brief. That's what we've got. Um, Macy's as a company has a really cool like timeline on their website, which is included in the notes if you're interested in all the other things that Macy's owns, like Bloomingdale's and um, where it's been since... 1858 up until now. Um, But that's all we need for context for Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So to celebrate the world's largest store, um, which I think would be fair to say since it was comprised of 1 million square feet in 1924, that's a pretty big store. Yeah. Macy's decided to celebrate with a parade to start the beginning of the holiday shopping season. So they threw together their very first Macy's Christmas Parade for Thanksgiving Day 1924. So it's interesting to think that this parade's conception was supposed to be a Christmas parade to celebrate the holiday season, shopping season, but they made the conscious choice to 
put it out on Thanksgiving, and that's just now what it's become is a Thanksgiving Day parade. Huh. Because even with the very first Macy's parade, Santa Claus is the, he's the end of the parade. So we'll get into that. But this was initially a Christmas parade. I feel like that makes sense, though, because, I mean, we've all worked in retail at some point, right? And, like, mm -hmm. the, even though the literal holiday itself isn't, you know, for weeks, the the stores put out their holiday items, like, you know, a month, almost mm -hmm. two months in advance mm -hmm. of, you know, the actual ho holiday itself, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I remember we would get... Um, the big floor set changes in our stores for mm -hmm. right after Halloween, and that would be for December. So you're doing your pre-Black Friday setup for the stuff that's going to already be there on Black Friday. Mm -hmm. Christmas yes. has been out at Target since before Halloween. They started putting it out mm -hmm. before Halloween, so uh, we don't get regular holidays here in the states so we just get basically just leave christmas up all year at this yeah, point. yeah we get like hobby lobby um, pretty back much. to school and yeah. then we get christmas that's what our uh, fall looks like so yeah <laughs> yeah and part of it makes sense from like a consumption standpoint because they do the same thing with clothing seasons like your summer clothing lines typically will launch in february march when you should be buying stuff for spring and the winter stuff is coming out in october because you're buying things ahead of time to be ready but Mm -hmm. yeah so this but that's was originally always a, a christmas parade interesting i always find it sorry complete tangent but you mentioned like putting out the clothes early i always find it the worst in texas no, though good. when you go to like a trendy store and it's like i really need shorts because it's still 80 degrees here in <laughs> in texas yes. and it's december and it's like but i can't find any shorts whatsoever here because well it's eight because yeah, you it's go on, december going down to the old navy yeah. And you're like, here's a ski suit. Yeah, and I'm like, like, I have no use for this. I wish I would need a ski suit. Like, yeah, they're like, how heavy of It'd a be coat a nice can we change put in your days. store? Like the heaviest possible coat, and you're gonna get twelve colors of it, and that's all you're gonna have. Oh, it's ninety five degrees out because yeah. it's Texas. Too bad you're mm -hmm. gonna sweat. Like we don't really have a, a nice winter, so I wish that clothing companies would be better based on like region Chill. and know that a texas winter is not the same as like a wisconsin winter but we need no different clothing but you know that's for another that, story another yeah. day another time okay so cool brain i'm half asleep still y'all that's okay, okay. that so, was a completely random tangent so that's partially us too sorry just thought that everyone else needed to no know worries. that we struggle with clothing in texas because our season do struggle with clothing in yeah. texas our seasons because are not we've normal. had christmas days where it's been 102 Ugh. on christmas day yeah. mm -hmm. and then we've had christmas days where it's raining and Snow. it's 27 degrees mm -hmm. so like yeah. anyway I've experienced so, every season on Christmas Day, so we yeah. yeah yep from the morning to the evening you get all four seasons. So which you know four seasons isn't just a landscaping company or <laughs> a very popular piece of music. Okay, but there's that too. But what is wrong with the person? Like who who messed that up? Who, <laughs> who made that mistake? <laughs> up real bad they called the wrong four seasons they messed up and i i just who and how did the did landscaping that? company not be like we're a landscaper 
but instead was like, yeah, no, come hang out in our parking lot behind the crematorium <laughs> and the adult store. <laughs> Right. Like, like, did y'all see pictures? I mean, of how that? are we like, supposed to know so that, yes, that I, was I wrong? I couldn't take find the publicity. The, the exactly. Adult store, though, like I zoomed in and was like trying to find a sign. I was like, I, where, where? But like, again, uh, just imagine that landscaping company though taking that and been like, I don't. We've never had this asked here before, it. but like, okay, how sure. much money? Yeah, let's do it. We're not gonna tell no. you no. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, free advertising, I mean, honestly. <laughs> what can we expect from Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, who was also, you know, tricked by Borat? So, yeah, I mean, but whatever. Yeah. I digress. The idea of doing a parade on Thanksgiving was not an original idea of Macy's. Uh, the Gimble Brothers department store in Philadelphia had a Thanksgiving Day parade four years prior in 1920, which also featured Santa Claus at the end of the parade to usher in the Christmas shopping season. And J.L. Hudson's department store in Detroit had a similar Thanksgiving Day parade in 1924 when the first Macy's parade came about. However, in New York, previous to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade, Christmas Day parade, uh, the Thanksgiving parade they had was this weird, kind of creepy tradition of children who would paint their faces and wear tattered clothing and they would masquerade as ragamuffins and they'd run through the streets asking for anything for Thanksgiving and they would beg door to door for pennies, apples, and pieces of candy. So, so they were basically trick or treating. Trick or treating. But, you know, for... Kind of. But they were like... Livables. It was kind of like some Oliver Twist, like, alms for the poor type mm -hmm. situation. And it just... Okay. that. It was really creepy. So, of course, everybody <laughs> said, oh, a parade? That's much better than creepy children. <laughs> so. I mean, I don't know who would, who would think that. I don't know. You know, I guess if a creepy child knocked on my door Thanksgiving morning, I would feel obligated to give them pennies. But I don't know. Not now. We're in a coin shortage, so. <laughs> fresh out. Oh, and we're also in a romaine lettuce shortage again. It, there's just a no, lettuce. We're not. We, are. Yeah, we got Chipotle oh. yesterday at, at, for our picnic food, and we, they didn't have lettuce. Yeah. And I had ordered Chipotle for lunch, like the like last week, the week, yeah, during the week, I think. And I went to go pick it up, and I went to open it, and there was no lettuce. And I was like, was I just a dumb butt that didn't order lettuce on my bowl? Like I only ordered three things: like lettuce, cheese. That's like lettuce. Fifty percent of a bowl is lettuce, right? And <laughs> and like. So I open it, I'm like, I don't know, I guess I just didn't order lettuce. Well, and then we went in the store, and it was like, there is a romaine shortage. And I'm like, oh, that explains it. Gosh. It's just like a general lettuce shortage, like across the country or something. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. So don't be trying to eat you know, some salads. wild and crazy. No. 2020, taking our lettuce and our Alex Trebek's. <sighs> no. <laughs> anyway. At least it gave us Kamala. So, True. You know. There is some good news Kamala. that came out of it. Anyway, so at 9 a.m. on November 27th, 1924, Macy's first parade took place. And it was led by a police escort beginning at the intersection of 145th Street and uh, Convent Avenue and traveled a six-mile length from Harlem to Herald Square. To put that in perspective, the current parade route is, like, just under three miles. Oh, wow. So this was twice as long. Dang. Um, yeah. And 
there aren't like balloons and uh, we'll get into what happens there but six miles with what they're dealing with is a lot so the theme of the first macy's christmas day parade thanksgiving day parade the first theme for the macy's was built around their window display because stores especially macy's during this period had big elaborate window displays for the different seasons to bring in people that was like a, a fixture you went to go look at these window displays um, as like a form of entertainment and so their 1924 window display was mother goose so the theme was nursery rhymes and so they had floats that featured the old woman who lived in a shoe little miss muffet little red riding hood and other Mo uh, mother goose fairy tale characters Meanwhile, the Macy's employees were dressed as clowns, cowboys, and sword-wielding knights. Ew. Like, if I'm going to be a... a knight wielding a sword and wearing, like, chainmail or plate armor, I don't want to walk six miles. No. No, I wouldn't. That seems yeah, way too heavy. on that as well. And on top of that, the parade also featured animals that were on loan from the Central Park Zoo, including bears elephants camels and monkeys Aww. so they were trying to have like this circusy feel but can you imagine watching walking six miles in chain mail <laughs> behind a police escort in front of santa claus with giraffes and some of the things i read said that there were large cats that they had tigers and lions oh no running through the streets with lions for oh six gosh. miles in the That's middle of not... new york also, good. can you imagine being the person who has to go up and clean up behind those animals for Lions, six miles? tigers, and bears. Oh, my. Oh, Literally. my. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. That just sounds like a disaster waiting yeah. to happen. Humans. It oh, yeah. sure does. So, then bringing up the rear on a float was Santa Claus sitting in his reindeer-driven sleigh on top of a mountain of ice. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So, Mountain of Ice. The parade was six miles, took three hours from nine to noon, and by noon they arrived at Macy's Herald Square store where 10,000 people cheered Santa as he was crowned King of the Kitties and climbed a, a ladder to sit upon a golden throne mounted on top of a marquee above the store's new 34th Street entrance near 7th oh Avenue. Oh gosh, this is too much. A little extra, but... And then, it, it gets more extra. Oh, yes, um, I love the extra. He then blows a trumpet to sound the signal to unveil the fair frolics of Wintertown the Christmas time window display that was designed by artist and puppeteer Tony Sarge. So these window displays were such a big deal that at the end of the parade, that was the big grand reveal was Santa said, welcome to wonder town. <laughs> oh my God. While sitting on his golden That's throne. Awesome. <laughs> That's like, awesome. I aspire to be that kind of extra. Like what kind of studio 54 Mariah Carey share nonsense is this? All hail Santa. <laughs> All hail Santa. Yes, all hail Santa. Like, I don't know when, you know, I know Christmas is supposed to be a religious holiday, but you just can't tell me that. It just, it obviously hasn't been that way for a long time. Like, if this is right. what they were doing, like, this is not 1924. A new thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, definitely not. It's been so commercialized, <laughs> and I'm so over people saying 
it's the younger generations that are taking the religion out. I'm like, no, nah. yeah. no, you did it's... this a hundred years ago. Thank you. Stop blaming me for your <laughs> issues exactly. that you caused. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah. Like, honestly, that very first uh, Gimbel Brothers in Philadelphia Christmas parade was in 1920. That was literally a hundred years ago. Wow. So. <laughs> And the also, millennials are killing everything. It's 100 years ago. <laughs> you know, well, it's, it's always fine. our fault. Whatever. Well, obviously. <laughs> Everything's always our fault. Even if we can say, no, 100 years ago this happened. They're like, no, it's not true. I'm like, but it's right here in this textbook. Look at it. No, it's lies. I'm like, fake news. I just can't argue with fake these news. people anymore. I'm sorry. My, like, no. radical opinions are just, I can't keep them down anymore. I'm sorry. Not that I think that's <laughs> very radical, them. but sorry. It's what? Not a reading thing, reading but... facts is radical. Um, according to allegedly, some, yes. So if you need to take all of this out, since I'm all like crazy over here and say, "Ooh, read your books," like go ahead, like. But I just I can't handle it anymore. I'm so over people. Oh my god, I just can't take it. But I, I love know, I Christmas and I love Santa Claus. So you know, <laughs> and I love the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Same. So this first parade only garnered two sentences the following day in the New York Herald. Um, But despite that, it was a giant success. And almost immediately, Macy's vowed to do it again the following Thanksgiving. And they released a statement that said, we did not dare dream its success would be so great. Of course. So even though it didn't receive that much press, people were like, yes, yes, Santa. Okay, but I mean, I would have the same reaction. Yeah, even today, now, like if we see like something outside and it's a decoration for Christmas and it's a big Santa, I'm like, ooh, Santa Claus! And I'm a grown adult, and (laughs) Mm -hmm. I still get so. No, this is that's perfect. I I mean, to take it a step further, we did that with a 12 foot skeleton. The 12 foot skeleton. Honestly, we're like, yes, 12 foot skeleton. (laughs) Yes, Santa Claus. Basically, any holiday, we're like, yes, holiday. We saw. Sorry again. This is holidays. We saw inflatables for um, Thanksgiving today, and I've never yeah. seen those before. So now we got. I've never seen anyone decorate their um, yard wow. for Thanksgiving. I, I really, Please tell me there's anyone. a giant turkey. I really think this right. is due to like part of COVID. It's like what else do, can we do? What else, what else can we, we do? do? Yeah. Most of us are at home. I mean, like depending on your job, you're at home working, just or you're like, just at home without a job. Like, so, what else is there to do besides decorate your house now for the holidays? Just put crap in our front yard. Like, basically, on. why not? <laughs> We've been you just got to bring joy. It's great. It's fine. You know what? And it did bring me joy. And I saw it and I was like, that makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. And then we continued on our way to Starbucks, which made me even happier because they have holiday <laughs> drinks. So, like, literally, just the holiday season is just wonderful. It is wonderful. It is a good time. Okay. So, the zoo animals, as I'm sure you probably guessed, did not last very long. Mm. The zoo animals were quickly replaced with the helium-filled balloons, which was the attraction that mm. we know mm-hmm. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade <gasps> for, um, in 1927. So in 1927, after the, so for the third one, right, 24, 25, 26, the fourth one, um, they replaced the zoo animals and they brought in the first balloons and the very first debut character helium balloon was felix the cat felix yes Yes. Mm -hmm. of course 
and I get to tell you a fun story about Felix the Cat later. But I love that the first one was Felix the Cat. Um, okay, so while the route has been scaled back to a length of just two and a half miles, the size of the parade itself has blossomed with dozens of balloons, marching bands, celebrities, cheerleaders, uh, so on. Santa Claus remains the showstopper, and his arrival in Herald Square still brings forth the Christmas season into New York. I mean, basically, as soon as he crosses that finish line, like, it's Christmas time. Thanksgiving's it's over. It's done. Okay, so yeah, that's like, my line, because that's what I've always said, is that as soon as you see Santa Claus, um, Christmas has started. So, which is why on Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. I still wear Christmas shirts, because as mm -hmm. soon as the parade is done, Christmas starts. So, Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. like, the meal mm -hmm. is really just, like, the kickoff point for Christmas. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, it's anyway. like the tailgate for Christmas, if you will. Oh, that's perfect. Right? It is like, the tailgate for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Let me, I'm jumping to my fun facts because there's one. Okay, so Santa has been the closing of the parade every single year except 1933 because in 1933 the organizers thought it would be a good idea to have him start the parade. Oh. So does, interesting. Now it's the turkey that starts, right? That's yeah. Turkey uh -huh. Kong, whatever his name is, he starts, and then Santa Claus and is there Mrs. Claus? There used to be Mrs. Claus, I think. Yeah. They close it. Okay. So we start Thanksgiving at mm -hmm. like nine in the morning, and then by noon Thanksgiving is over. So you really only have yeah, like the three hours, which is perfect for a tailgate. So yeah, for the yeah. big event. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. Exactly. I love that tailgating for Christmas. Yes. I heard uh, what it, one of the news reporters referred to the gathering um, for um, Biden and Harris's speech as a tailgate. And I was like, yes, I mean, that's, that's essentially the only what it appropriate. Was. Yeah, I mean, because they were outside and everyone had their cars and stuff. And I'm like, this is a perfect a way to describe what's happening. For democracy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was. And like, <laughs> I don't want to sound like dramatic, but it was so refreshing to see an event where everyone was wearing a mask. Oh uh, right. my god, yes. Yes. Anyway, I digress. So, I'll give you more interesting little tidbits of, of facts, but that's the overall history of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade from 1924 to 19... Whoa. To 2019. Ooh. I said 19 and 2000. <laughs> um, all right. So, it's 2020. It's the year of COVID. It's supposed to be the 94th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. What are we going to do? How are we going to socially distance? How's this parade even going to happen? Are they going to cancel it? The only other times they've ever, 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 blah, 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 ever canceled it was for three years during the Second World War. What are we going to do? Well, let me tell you what we're going to do. We're not going to cancel. The 90, we're not going to cancel. The 94th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade will air from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Time on Thursday, November 26th on NBC. Okay. While the festivities have historically drawn massive crowds to the streets of Manhattan, about 3.5 million people in person along two and a half miles as of 2019, that's a lot of people. Um, this year, will uh, all activity will be focused on Herald Square near midtown and the only way to watch will be via tv oh, there's not gonna be any live like groups of people on the street and the parade route is going to be teeny tiny so that you're, they're only catching when it comes through herald square 
Those poor people that worked the event. Yeah. That's well it's I'm glad we're gonna talk about them. Oh okay, good. good. So in twenty nineteen there were between eight thousand and ten thousand participants, including performers, staff, and balloon handlers. This year there will be less than two thousand. Wow. Um, they're also going to film segments of the parade over two days. So some of it will be live, but some of it will be pre-filmed Wednesday, November 25th. I'm assuming a lot of that's going to be like the musical interludes where they do like the scenes from the Broadway shows. Mm -hmm. That's what I would assume. So that they can like cut it in there because they're staggering call times for the different balloons and the different floats, so that even though there are about 2,000 people, there aren't 2,000 people at once. Right. I mean, that makes sense. That's fair. To go along with that, this year they're not allowing anybody to volunteer under the age of 18, and all previously selected high school and college marching bands have been pushed to 2021, and they're only going to use professional and local marching bands and music ensembles for their live music. That's awesome, though, for those local people. It is, because you know that they need that gig. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the parade's larger character balloons that are typically anchored by 80 to 100 trained handlers and a vehicle are now going to be anchored by five specially rigged vehicles. So instead of having all those people carry the balloons, they're going to just switch them out on these five different vehicles. Oh. Oh, wow. So, and... Filling the balloons is like a whole task in itself. It usually takes the whole day before. So I don't know how they're going to stage the balloons while they're waiting to attach them. Because it takes like a whole day to fill up a balloon, but only 15 minutes to deflate a balloon. Um, I had a question about that. Aren't we still in a helium shortage or is that done? We are still in a helium shortage. And the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is the second largest consumer of helium Okay, so we are in a helium shortage, a coin shortage, and a romaine shortage here in the United States. So, um, and up until yesterday, we were in a democracy shortage. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That was a good joke. I love that joke. Um, So, what, okay, so Ben, tell us, what are they going to do? I don't know. I assume that they've still procured this helium because... All the party cities are going to close. They are forever and always. Rest in peace, Mm -hmm. party city. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is only second to the U.S. government in consumption of helium. Because apparently the U.S. government, including portions like NASA, use large amounts of helium. Um, But I also assume that we use helium for government celebrations. You know? (laughs) Right. um, Like, you know, tailgates? Oh, sorry. It was me. It was Thorgy. I mean, did y'all see that celebration last night? Did you see that? Not that that was helium. There were no balloons, but there were drones. No balloons, but there were lots of fireworks. And Mm -hmm. we were also speaking last night on how that was good for the entertainment industry right there. Just like. It was. It was one gig, but like it was a gig, which a lot of them had. It was 100% more gigs than they had before. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. well, I wonder if like Party City and like Dollar Tree and all the places where you normally get helium are like, oh, we can't give you helium because literally we have to give it to the parade. Because <laughs> if you took away yeah, the Macy's Thanksgiving it. Day Parade, everyone would blame Obama for it. Um, so <laughs> it doesn't like, I don't know. I guess we would just... still blame Obama. Thanks, Obama, for destroying Thanksgiving now, too. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. 
I'm just in a mood today. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. So I, I was wondering that, and I don't know what their plans are. I don't know if there's like a synthetic form of helium that they can create. I don't know if having them mounted to the vehicles will be different. I don't know if there's helium that's just earmarked for Macy's. Um, I would imagine I that they probably do that. like early buying for it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to need it. Like they know they're going to absolutely need it by Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like. I'm sure this is like a yearly thing yeah. and they just, it's. A yeah. Concept. I was going to say, I feel like they have an outstanding order. Yeah. Whoever their helium supplier is, is making yeah. bank. Like. Oh yeah. God. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so the 2020 parade will offer plenty of new attractions because there's always new attractions every year and then they're not going to take a break from that for COVID-19, um, including a 48 foot tall inflatable Boss baby. Ooh. I thought you were going to say a skeleton. So. I wish. There's going to be a, <laughs> a 48 foot tall skeleton. They said, hold my beer. I'm going to have to outdo Home, Home Depot. Depot. <laughs> um, there's also going to be a red titan from the YouTube series Ryan's World. There will be parade floats for animated legends Tom and Jerry ahead of their 2021 return to the silver screen. Mm. The new Christmas in Town Square float inspired by Lifetime's It's a Wonderful Lifetime holiday film extravaganza. And Her Future is Stemsational, a float presented by Olay celebrating women working in the fields of science, technology, engineering, and math. That's awesome. That's mm. so cool. Are they still going to Pikachu? I sure hope so. <laughs> Pikachu's like, been he's around been since like, the 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pikachu's he's important. Been a pretty big staple. Oh, I yeah. imagine I guess we'll find out. Keep Pikachu, but and I'm sure they'll have Goku again and Sonic the Hedgehog. And... <laughs> okay, so I thought it would be fun to talk about some of the mishaps that have taken place during Macy's Thanksgiving Day parades. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about some accidents. I'm sure there's been quite a few. Plenty mm -hmm. of those. So, like I said, in 1927, we had our first helium balloon, which was Felix the Cat. We also had our first um, issue with a helium balloon in 1927 with Felix the Cat. <laughs> so, Felix became tangled in telephone wires and caught fire. <sighs> Oh, okay. oh, poor Felix. Okay. Sounds like what a cat would do, though. Come on. Like, anyone who has a cat, you know that they would do that. You know they would pull that. Oh, yeah. The yeah, very first I parade agree. out the gate. It's just like... <laughs> and so the fire was extinguished, but they had to remove Felix from the rest of the parade because he had been on fire. Yeah. Poor Felix, man. Yeah. We tried. It's terrible. Tried. <laughs> just right out the gate. We're going to do these balloons immediately catches on fire so and what i learned reading through all of this is every year there are tons of balloons that they have issues with at the beginning of the parade or early in the parade and so they just pull the balloon and so what mm. we see at the end oh. when it gets to herald square is only a fraction of the balloons that they start with um there's a link in the show notes to this is going to sound really ridiculous a fandom Wikipedia page for Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, <laughs> but not even Wikipedia, like an actual wiki site for Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. A list of uh. all of the accidents they've had with balloons since 1927. And if you read through them, there are so many. And it's if you've got some time, it's worth reading through all of them. Um, we're just going to talk about some more major ones. So... <clears throat> 
Since 1927, minor accidents have been a staple of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. However, the 71st Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade of 1997 lives in infamy. 20 separate balloons experienced difficulties, including Arthur, Big Bird, Garfield, Peter Rabbit, Sonic the Hedgehog, Spider-Man, The Rugrats, and more, dubbing the event the Great Balloon Massacre. What year is this again? Oh my god! 1997. Nice. How typical of the nerd. all with that wind. You can find Jasmine was two years old. You can find recordings of the 1997 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on YouTube. Anyway, let's talk that's about... The year, I think that's the year with all of the wind, and like I think one of the mm-hmm. most infamous ones is Barney. Oh. He's on my list. We're going to talk about three notable oh, yes, I'm so excited. And Barney is one of them. <laughs> so we're going to start with the Pink Panther. So Barney. the Pink Panther Barney. was... <laughs> uh, the Pink Panther <laughs> was reportedly me. the toughest balloon to handle due to its maximum size. So he was lowered to the ground to the point where he couldn't even stand up straight. Um, He repeatedly kept knocking over handlers face first into the ground. And he almost suffocated a woman and her daughter. Oh, no. At 42nd Street, he eventually collapsed and later was ripped open by a lamppost. It was reported that one of the handler's colleagues was knocked unconscious during the collapse, but that was never confirmed. (laughs) So then the NYPD had to stab the balloon until it was completely destroyed. <laughs> Can you just imagine them there like, oh my God, oh my God. stabbing, stabbing, stabbing? <laughs> well, and reading through this, apparently that's their job during the parade is a lot of what the NYPD does is these balloons that experience difficulties, they become dangerous. So their job is to stab them to death. I feel like that's like some Sunset Valley police work right there because the Sunset Valley police here in Austin, like they don't have to do anything because it's like one square mile of space and like they don't do anything ever except for like catch you if you run a red light. So I feel like that would be some Sunset Valley police work. And they literally had nothing else to do since the bomb scare. Yeah, that was their one exciting uh, moment when they got to go stand outside of the FedEx. And and I'm pretty sure they had to hand that over. Well, didn't the FBI investigate that? Like, Mm -hmm. so they even had to hand that over. They didn't even get to do that. Yeah. (laughs) They should hire them to go up that day and stab those balloons. It would bring them joy. (laughs) I'm sorry, well, Sunset Valley PD. Stabby stab. It's not their fault that they only have one square mile. That to is take true. Care of. Like it's, the craziest you know. place in that one square mile is total wine and beer. So, like, come on. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I mean, there's that GameStop. So, Pretty sketch. I mean, mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's you know it goes without saying, but due to the severe damage done to the balloon as well as its height exceeding the new size regulations that were enacted in the following year, um, the Pink Panther was permanently retired in 1997. I can understand that. So, that brings us to number two, which is Barney the Dinosaur. I used to love Barney. Same. Who didn't love Barney? He's a big fan. Like, you're un-American if you didn't like Mm -hmm. Barney. Do they still have Barney? Do you you still watch Barney? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. That I don't know. I have no idea. But I did get to see Barney live one time. Ooh, Barney on ice or just jealous. Barney on ice? No, like real Barney. Like, I think there was a Barney on ice at one point. 
I don't think it was on ice. I think I remember oh. going into a mm. into like a room and it not being ice. I mean, I mean, I was like, little, obviously, I but wrong. I just for some reason feel like Barney has been on ice, but I could be very wrong. Yo. I feel like you're probably right. Yes. Barney the dinosaur has been been canceled since 2010. Yeah, I thought he's been canceled for a while. Mm. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Ten years um, out. You never know. Yeah. Kids will never know. They'll never understand. And they'll never know that that's where Selena Gomez started. That's where a lot of people started, isn't it? That in the Mickey Mouse Club? Yeah. 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 They gave a lot of people their, big, their big break. Since we're on this tangent of Barney, can we do the dice real quick and then we can focus on the rest of... Oh, you're already done with the game? I, yeah. I won, CD by the way. Yeah. Oh. CD just won. Wow. That's okay. I'm on... excited to still talk about the parade. So. Good, because we're only on like Same. page three of six notes. So. Yeah. That's fantastic. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, so real quick, general dice stats. Seven was not the most rolled number. Um, eight, nine, and five were all rolled ten times. And then seven, nine times, and six, eight times. And now for the standings. Well, this is awkward. Katie, Jasmine, and I all got seven points. <laughs> <laughs> so you tied for second place. We, we all tied for second place. No one had longest army. And CJ had longest road, so there's that. Okay, and then so so, so then CJ won with his ten points. Okay. And he had longest road with 13 roads i don't know how that's possible across that board because i felt like i could only get like three roads like max and that was it because this is what i was trying to say earlier but then cj had just walked like away from the camera and then like megan had gotten up too and i was like Uh, okay (laughs) sorry that was the what did you say though because i had to go to the bathroom um i don't know what we were talking about but i was like cj how do you have like at the time you had 12 roads and you were like all the way across the board and everyone else yeah, had like I think three or four at that point. Literally just cut the board in half, so mm. y'all were kinda landlocked. I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. I wasn't expecting well, it. I mean far away either I was, way, but... I just couldn't get enough resources to even build roads. So I was like, How how are you able to build twelve? <laughs> That's all. That's all I said about it. And so. congrats, CJ. Anyways, Yay. congrats Yay. on your win, CJ. all right so our second balloon that we're going to talk about from the great balloon massacre is barney the dinosaur barney was moved to behind the westwood ho float did i type that i typed westward ho (laughs) is that was that correct is it like westward ho or is it like a westward hold on Macy's. Oh my god. It is Westward Ho with an exclamation point. It's a covered wagon. Okay, cool. So Barney (laughs) Barney was moved behind the Westward Ho float. He knocked over a tree in Central Park. Like straight up just knocked over a tree in Central Park West due to strong winds and later went out of control on 51st Street. So he knocks over a a tree and on 51st Street, he's like, well, I'm out of control. The wind was violently dangling the balloon (laughs) in which which it then had its side cut open by a lamp post, prompting NYPD to stab and stomp the balloon until it was completely deflated. (laughs) Oh, Oh, poor Barney. Poor Barney. (laughs) 
He didn't that do anything poor tree. Wrong. That poor so tree. Was just that. I mean, life. also poor tree, but I mean, just trying to provide some oxygen. Yeah. Barney <laughs> swoops in, <laughs> says, "Not today." <laughs> <laughs> all right, and now there's our third and the worst of all of these accidents. So, (laughs) the cat in the hat, because of course it's a cat. It would be the cat in the hat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, in what has been described as the worst accident in the parade's history, the cat in the hat hit a lamppost twice at Central Park West and 72nd Street, which ended up knocking parts of the light onto the crowd, injuring four people, most notably injuring a woman named Kathleen Corona. Oh, the no. impact Nuh-uh. of yes. No. Mm-hmm. The impact of okay. the debris almost killed her, putting her oh, no. into a month long coma. Did Macy's pay for her medical oh. bills? Because I hope to God they did. Yeah, she I eventually so. sued Macy's for nearly oh, killing her in two thousand and one. So four years later. Wow. That's a long time to wait. That is a long time. Okay, so if this had happened to Megan and Megan was in a coma, I would have, like, the first day already called Macy's and been like, I'm suing you for everything you possibly have, and you're going to give it to me, or you're going to have the wrath of Katie. So, And they would have given it to me. Like, I'm... I'm sure it takes a lot of money to sue someone like Macy's, though. Um, okay, but I wonder, first of I all, mean, maybe that's one thing that held up mm, the delay. But but have you ever know. met Katie whenever, yeah. like, <laughs> about also, me? Like, I'm, like, not afraid to pull up the gay card. Like, I'll be like, did the, the balloon, balloon discriminated because I'm gay? The like, cat in the hat is homophobic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I need, yeah, exactly. So, but regardless, I don't I, know Miss Corona, and I, I did not help her. I was just speaking in general. <laughs> I feel bad for laughing when you said the name, though, now. I know. Because I, I was like, oh, Corona, ha, 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 coronavirus. And now it's like, oh. Now I want to hear if she got any money from Macy's, because she deserved it. Um, I didn't look that up. Let me look it up. Oh. I know, I mean, I'm the worst. I would feel like. Oh, the... no. She lost. Okay. Now, so I Googled her. And the second thing that came up was a Seattle Times article from 2006 that says, bad luck strikes twice for New York woman. Oh, gosh. So let's read what happened to her. A woman whose apartment was burned in the high-rise crash of New York Yankees pitcher Corey Little's plane was the victim of another frightening... Oh, no. This poor lady's apartment got crashed into by a plane. (laughs) Chris, her last name is Corona. Is she still alive? We should she start was a critically GoFundMe injured for her. in 1997. Okay. She sued Macy's and the city for $395 million, <laughs> but settled for an undisclosed amount in 2001. Mm, well, so at least she got something. She did, but then poor woman in 2006. I hope she got a large number, though. I'm sure she got a decent amount. They had so. enough money uh, to. I hope to, so. I'm, to yeah, get I mean, I agreed. Lawsuit, like off the right like off the books i'm sure they paid her a decent oh yeah probably i still feel like because of her poor apartment we should start a gofundme for her i know it's like 14 years later but we could still do it and like here you go (laughs) is she still alive don't tell me she died of coronavirus (laughs) oh my god she wasn't harmed because she wasn't home at the time that the because well 
So New York Yankee pitcher Corey Lytle, Little, L-I-D-L-E, I don't sports, but he crashed his plane into the apartment with, and he and his flight oh instructor gosh. both died, but she wasn't oh. home and neither was her husband. Ooh. So they weren't harmed. That was um, as of 2010. I wonder, let's see I if she's I feel bad okay for this today. woman. I do too. And now if she is alive, which it sounds like she probably is, her last name is Cor- is Corona, right? Yeah, but at least it's spelled C-A-R-O-N-N-A. Oh, good. Oh, it's different, so it's fine. But still. The last thing that I see written about her is 2017. So, Kathleen, if you're still out there, we hope you're doing good, girl. We do. Oh, yeah. I wonder if she's on Twitter. So, anyway. um, So, it nearly killed her. Uh, The balloon's hat was also punctured and deflated by that lamppost. And so, he had to travel the rest (laughs) of the parade's route without his hat. Eventually, the balloon limped away and was removed at 36th Street. This led to new safety guidelines the following year, including restrictions on balloon sizes. While the cat in the hat did not violate the new size limits, he was still permanently banned after the 1997 parade due to the severity of the incident. So he was no longer the cat in the hat. He was just the (laughs) The cat. cat. He was just the cat. And then they said, you have to go. That's understandable. It's a very... I imagine that would be a very tall, long balloon. So, after the Great Balloon Massacre of 1997, new safety measures were introduced in order to prevent balloon incidents from occurring as often. Um, Starting in 1998, the giant character balloons started becoming attached to two utility tractors, as well as the handlers and the pilots. Um, However, the most important rule of which was a strict size limit on balloons which means that they can no longer be larger than 70 feet in height, 78 feet in length, or 40 feet in width. This means that the larger balloons, including Bugs Bunny, Rex the Dinosaur, the Pink Panther, Betty Boop, Dudley the Dragon, Olive Oil, Woody Woodpecker, and Bart Simpson, had to be permanently banned from making any further appearances. Hmm. Well, how dare a balloon not be 70 feet? (laughs) Like, come on. I'm glad that they're thinking about safety. That's good. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, any balloons that weren't built for the utility tractors were retired as well. Um, mm. In 2005, there was another serious incident, um, which, which caused more safety measures to become enacted, such as installing wind measurement devices that alert parade organizers to unsafe weather, keeping balloons closer to the ground during windy conditions, and prohibiting the giant balloons from flying during heavy rain or in sustained winds higher than 23 miles per hour in addition to gusts higher than 34 miles per hour Hmm. so now i'm sure y'all have noticed while watching it that they have moments where they have to like bring the balloons down and slow Mm -hmm. down the parade and that's all because of what happened in 1997 and 2005 was there oh go ahead i'm sorry no you go first i was gonna ask was there an issue with pikachu one year was that on your list, or did you um, see that? It's not on my list, but Pikachu has been damaged before. It's on the big list. Because oh, I, no. I, I, I vaguely remember a year where like, I was looking for Pikachu, and Pikachu never came. Pikachu so. was probably pulled early in the route yeah. because right. of the puncture. So if I you go into that list, list you'd be surprised that it's like almost every year that there are major balloons that get taken out halfway oh, through I'm the sure. parade. So. What happens if it's Santa? Then we never have Christmas. Well, we just Santa's are not a, a balloon, so Santa's hopefully a real person. Well, Santa doesn't but, get taken out because then but, Christmas doesn't exist. Well, they don't. I yeah. don't remember. I know that Santa. Like, they don't have. I thought they had some kind of balloon that came. I guess not. I don't know. Uh, obviously, Santa comes I don't on a, a float. 
but mm-hmm. well, I know that like there's a real Santa, well, like a person Santa in Mrs. Claus, but never mind. But what happens if it's the turkey? Then we don't get to start Thanksgiving, and then we don't get to have. Isn't the, isn't the turkey also a float and not a? Is it? I thought it was the turkey. A the turkey's a float. Okay, well then obviously because um, the turkey's a float, so. and then now they've got those weird like. <laughs> have you watched um, the parade before, Katie? <laughs> I just feel like the turkey was really large, and so well, I just he is. There okay. are those weird like hybrid yeah. balloons too. So it's him, and he's on the float, and then there's the pilgrim man and the pilgrim woman, where right. just the heads are the balloons, and they're on like people bodies. Okay. So. I just feel like I remember the turkey being massive, so I guess I just assumed it was also a balloon because I thought it was huge. But I only watch it once a year, so sorry I don't remember. That's, there, that's it's only true. on once a year. <laughs> it, a lot has happened in 2020. <laughs> I'm sorry that I don't remember Turkey Tom. Like, uh, okay, how dare you not remember Turkey sorry, Tom? I've been a little distracted. He's a staple in our society that we only see once a year. We don't see him any other time. Anyway, all right. Okay. So, what happened in 2005? Well, in 2005, due to high winds, the M&M balloons went out of control and got popped on a light street, well, on a street light in Times Square. (laughs) (laughs) I don't brain. Um, A handling line got entangled in the light and dropped parts of the light onto two sisters. When struck by the falling debris, they suffered minor injuries. As a result, the balloon had to be grounded by the NYPD and was removed from the parade. This also caused new safety guidelines to be introduced the following years, such as installing wind measurement devices that alert parade organizers to unsafe weather, blah, 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 blah. The stuff that we, we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so they didn't completely learn their lesson in 1997 because the m said, we're going crazy in 2005. Um, and we almost had another Kathleen, but luckily no, Kathleen. we didn't. So that's the list of the, the accidents that I thought were notable. <laughs> um, but like I said, you should Very go notable. into the show notes and read the full list of them mm-hmm. because you'll see like poor Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> the la- he, like was in 1993 and then was supposed to be in 97, but was one of the balloons that was, like, immediately shredded right off the gate. And then didn't come back until 2011. So wow. Oh, my God. It's, like, there's a lot of a lot of stuff. So, anyway, mm-hmm. I have some fun facts. If y'all want to hear some fun facts. And then yeah, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, the parade went on a three-year hiatus when the U.S. entered World War II um, and was prompted by the subsequent Ooh. rubber and helium shortages. In 1942, 1943, and 1944, the parades were canceled and the balloons were donated to the U.S. government, providing 650 pounds of scrap rubber. Wow. That's a lot of rubber. That's a lot of rubber. Also, three years without the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's a long time. Three years without Christmas is what I'm hearing, which is really awkward for those people. So, sorry. But Miss Corona, we said no, no. Well... Not Miss Corona. God rest her. Hopefully she's okay. But coronavirus. That's true. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus <laughs> won't stop us. No. But so. World War II will. Never does. That's fine. I understand why World War II would stop us. That's a, That was a pretty rough couple years. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, fair. To say the least. You know. That wasn't the greatest. So. Yeah. I was going to ask, how are they planning to stop people from gathering to watch... I don't know. The parade I, in person. 
I was talking about the parade with one of my friends from work and um, they were telling me that you probably have to like book your hotel it, you know, five years in advance if you want to go, like, watch the parade and, like, really plan it out because it, like, obviously gets super packed. They obviously weren't talking about this year. They were talking about in previous years. Um, and so I was kind of looking into, like, oh, if I wanted to go in person, like, you know, what would I, what would I need to plan for? Like, h- how far in advance and stuff like that. And then I was reading that, like, they're not letting people gather, but I'm like... Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to have cops out and are going to have barriers How? up and things. I, I mean, I'm guessing that they're just not going to mark off as many streets as they normally do. Mm-hmm. Cause like they have a giant parade section that you go and you watch on. And I mean, Ben said that they're going to start like the parade route is only so short. So there's yeah. not as much space mm-hmm. for people to gather on it. Like they can't do anything about the people in like hotels around that route. And right, yeah, but I meant like, like people that gather on the side well, of the Well, New York City has a lot stricter mm-hmm. COVID-19 yeah. regulations, and they're yeah. still essentially in a lot oh, of, like, true. on lockdown. Mm-hmm. So they've taken mm-hmm. it a lot more seriously. So local New Yorkers mm-hmm. aren't going to be like, hey, let's just go watch the parade since we've been, cl- like, holed up in our apartment for 10 mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're actually yeah. that's fair, following fair. the rules. <laughs> So um, I'm sure there will be some people and yeah, NYPD will be there. And so I'm sure they're going to have to break it up and tell people to move along. Yeah. Um, But gotcha. Okay. Next one. So the parade scene in the 1947 holiday classic miracle on 34th street is an actual Macy's Thanksgiving day parade. They set up cameras very carefully because they know they couldn't do any retakes because it was a live event (laughs) during the 1946 (laughs) Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And unbeknownst to the spectators, the Santa Claus riding in the parade that year was actor Edmund Gwen, who plays Santa Claus in the film. Oh, that's cool. So they pre-recorded that whole scene a year in advance. Wow. Nice. That's planning. That is. That's some dedication and I don't know what they would have done if their cameras didn't work, but I know. Um, I guess it would have all been postponed again. Yep. So, excuse me, parade marchers. I'm gonna need y'all to like back (laughs) up, and then we're gonna retake this. Rewind. Um, everyone from one. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) So there are characters that we see every year, but we see different versions of characters sometimes. And Snoopy is the character that we've seen the most diversity from. Since 1968, there have been eight different Snoopy balloons, including Flying Ace Snoopy, Astronaut Snoopy, and Millennium Snoopy. <laughs> in, okay. Wow, okay. In contrast to that, like the next most is Mickey Mouse. We've seen four different Mickeys. So twice as many Snoopies as we've seen Mickeys. Yeah, Snoopy is a very, um, like, big cultural icon though yeah yeah and the, very much the peanuts were some of the like the most popular balloons in the macy's yeah. thanksgiving day parade mm-hmm. yeah everyone so. loves the peanuts did, i mean did you see like the uproar from people this mm-hmm. year about the peanuts the great pumpkin so, 
Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. all, isn't it all of the holiday ones, or is it just Halloween? No, yeah. it's uh, it's all of them. Yeah, so. It's all of them, but it started yeah. with the You know what? Thing, so. Maybe these people should just go buy their own version, like their own copies. I own all of the holiday Snoopy, or not Snoopy, but Charlie Brown specials. So. Yeah, but that's because you're an you uh, elementary school music teacher. Yeah, but I'm it's aware, <laughs> but like I also still own them. So, But it's also like <laughs> Apple's not put, Apple isn't putting them behind a paywall. And you don't have to have an Apple device. Like, you can literally go to tv.apple.com and watch them. Oh. But people just want to turn it on their TV because... That's silly. You know. And most smart smart TVs now have the Apple TV app, or you can download the Apple TV app and watch it there. Yeah, but these people don't want to deal with that. They just want it to be on their CBS. I know. But and they don't want to... I wonder how many of those people that are complaining actually watch them. Oh, they don't. You know they don't. <laughs> I feel like I watch them every the year, number but... is like... None. They're just complaining about it because they watched it when they were kids, and they're like, "That's not fair." And I'm like, "You don't freaking watch it every year. Like, shut up." Sorry. I'm like, I watch it every year because I teach elementary school. Well, I don't show the Thanksgiving and Christmas ones, but you know, I watch the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown every year at school, and the others at home because I own the DVDs. Ugh. Anyway, that doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I took away from Macy's because I'm just venting about people again. No, you're good. No, you're, you're good. good. <sighs> Anyway. All right. In 1957, it was pouring rain during the parade. And it was cold because it's New York City. And um, parade goers got an unexpected surprise when the Popeye balloon was going over crowds Mm. of them. And the top of his hat, a whole bunch Mm. of rainwater would gather. And then it would dump (laughs) frigid water all over spectators. Like those rides at amusement parks where you like go under the waterfall and you're just like, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> that is so oh, awful. That's no mm-hmm. good. That's oh my goodness, that sucks. Um, the tallest balloon in feet to ever be in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade um, was an 80 foot Superman who made his first appearance in the 1980 parade and has since set the record for tallest balloon. Interestingly enough, this massive balloon can also fold up small enough to be trucked through the Lincoln Tunnel. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. But, you know, mm-hmm. since 1997, he's definitely not allowed to ever come back. Right. Well, and so yeah. now no one can actually break <laughs> that record ever again. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Or else they'll be banned. I don't know what the rules are, like what would happen, but. Um, well, I think Macy's uh, puts you in the guillotine. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. I know. They gotta do what they gotta Maybe do. Maybe just like, okay, yeah. that sounds fine. I mean, <laughs> it's fine. I mean, what am I gonna do? Tell the Macy's no? Like... Um, so the first okay. Thanksgiving Day Parade was 1924. Uh, the first radio broadcast of the parade was 1932. And the first televised broadcast was 1946. Hmm. So that means for like 22 years, the only people who could see it were people in New York. Right, um let's see the balloons have only been grounded once since 1927 and that was in 1971 when the winds were too strong for them to fly Mm -hmm. this is gonna be the year though because 2020 that they're not gonna get to do anything because there's gonna be like a horrendous storm or something shut your shut your mouth they've already planned on it on a contingency but they could just show like last year's parade and it would be the same it's fine 
no True. worries. Right? <laughs> I would enjoy I would enjoy it just as much. So we're just gonna rebroadcast the ninety third annual. Oh, um, perfect. I mean, we wouldn't know. Uh, no, probably. We only watch it once. I mean, we would if they show the crowds of people out. <laughs> I guess that's true. In the side yeah, You know, like who cares? Like it's just we're, it's enjoyable anyway. Who cares? They can just care. claim it. Oh, I know. It's other people. People are going to be upset anyway that there's not crowds there because like it's not the same. Why are you doing this? You're ruining Thanksgiving. <laughs> like you know, people are going to be upset about it. So like, yeah. who cares at this point? Yeah. Everyone's upset about literally everything. That like, is true. So. Tell us some more fun facts. So the Rockettes and their signature high kicks have been a staple of the parade since 1957. Ooh. Ooh. And Broadway musicals have been featured in the parade since at least 1980 when the Pirates of Penzance performed atop a pirate ship. Ooh. Oh, fun. Um, I've got one more short one, and then I have one that's kind of a, a little little story, and then we'll be done. Okay, do um, in 1997, which we've already learned, mm. was the Great Balloon Massacre. Mm-hmm. Um, Beavis and Butthead comment- commentated <laughs> on the parade, <laughs> along with host Kurt Loder. They called the special Beavis and Butthead Do Thanksgiving. And they even got their own balloon featuring their likenesses sitting on a couch. The balloon nice. wasn't on the parade route, but rather <laughs> tethered to a building on the route. Hmm. Interesting. interesting. Very interesting. All right. Now, this one's kind of a long story. Oh, it's not kind of a long story, but there's a lot to it. But this is, I thought, was really ridiculous. So, the first year, Macy's had no plans for deflating its balloons. So they were released into the air. <laughs> oh, no. Where they quickly popped. Uh, but all of that changed in 1928. So the first balloon... We know it was only in 1927. So the next year, in 1928, Macy's released five huge figures, an elephant, a 60-foot tiger, a plumed bird, an early bird trailing worms, and a 25-foot high ghost. Release them into the air. While the majority mm-hmm. of the balloons in the parade used regular air to stay afloat, these figures were built around helium balloon bodies which were designed to slowly leak gas. Um, The New York Times explained the figures were expected to rise to 2,000 to 3,000 feet and were timed by a slow leak to stay aloft for a week to 10 days. (laughs) By then, it was expected that they would have alighted in various parts of the country. So they let them go, and they were like, they're just going to float away. That's fine. Hmm. However... They want the balloons back. So (laughs) whoever returns the balloons would receive a $100 reward. Ew. So they let them loose into the air. (laughs) Yeah, this was 1928. So if we remember in 1885 when Macy's Macy's opened and they made $11 on their first day, that was $350. So this this is probably like $1,000 worth of 2020 money. Okay, you know what, though? Even for, if there was a big balloon that landed in my backyard, even for 100 bucks, I'd be like, here you go. Like... Even today, I'd take the 100 bucks. Oh, no. That's shipping to get it back to New York. <laughs> okay. Now, if I lived in New York. Now, if it came all the way down here to Texas, I'd be like, you're out of luck. It's staying here. It's going out every year. We're going to fill it up I with know, like, our like, own. Yeah. I would, like, call them and be like, yo, your balloon landed in my balcony. 
come pick it up. Here's my address. While you're at it, bring a briefcase full of money. If it made its way down here, like we, it would go up every year outside. <laughs> and it would just be part of our Christmas decoration. You know, we say that as we have a BB-8 that we've owned for the last like three years. Yeah, that well, have ne- that has never made it outside for like two years. We didn't know where it was. We lost it in your closet. So <laughs> that's true. It was lost um, in the apartment closet. Yeah. Oh, God. This reminds me of another fact that I didn't put on here, but Universal Studios actually would collect some of the balloons from Macy's, and they would do a Universal Holiday um, Parade featuring Macy's Thanksgiving. And so they they would essentially do this where they'd be like, here, have our balloons. And they would just get represented as this was a Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade balloon. <laughs> I mean, how cool would that be, though, if you had Pretty it cool. in your front yard, like floating above your house? Like, come see my Christmas decorations this year. I have a Macy's Thanksgiving Day balloon. It's I have Goku. the whole house. Right. Right. We'd have those little like air pumps and we'd be like pumping it up with our little air like hand ones and <laughs> we would be the reason for the helium shortage as we are the reason for the romaine lettuce shortage. We are the reason for all the shortages. Just the And you're the reason for the teardrops on my guitar. Oh, yes. Oh, so, uh... Um okay, so the first of those balloons to land was the tiger and it landed on the roof of a Long Island home um where the homeowners and neighbors and motorists um, all rushed to try to collect it. And so there was like tug of war over this balloon and they ended up ripping up this balloon. But did anyone get the $100? How American of them. How American. Classic. Um, By December 1st, four of the other balloons had landed. One in the East River where it broke into two and was pursued by tugboats. Um, the ghost, however, was reported to have been seen uh, sighted moving out to sea over the Rockaways with a flock of gulls in pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> that mental image. Oh, my gosh. So they called this the balloon race. And Macy's ha- continued to have balloon races until 1932. So they what? did this for like four years. And they only oh, stopped doing it in 1940 or 1932 after there were two incidents involving airplanes. Yeah, I'm that <laughs> oh first my year. gosh! In 1931, aviator Colonel Clarence Duncan Chamberlain, which that's a name, snagged a balloon in midair and towed it back to his home and received a $25 reward. But in 1932, yeah, yeah, right. I don't know. At that point, they were like, "We're running out of money, so here's 25 bucks." Um, In 1932, according to some sources, a 22-year-old woman was taking flying lessons and intentionally flew her plane into one of the balloons, where her flight her flight instructor had to save the plane from crashing. She no. saw this balloon, this 22-year-old, and she was like, I'm going to get that money. Let's get this bread. And flew oh into the balloon. Macy's pay me. <laughs> and people want to blame the millennials for our problems. Honestly. Like, who, right? That was smart to fly the plane into a big, giant balloon. This girl, fully born Sorry. in the year 1910, just thought it was a great idea to fly a plane into a giant balloon. That's insane. Like, who thought that? Uh, like, I don't understand. Um, 
Like, come on. Like, what would possess you to think that was a good idea? Exactly. Go, go, like... But it, but it, it, I guarantee if that was still a thing today, you know, it'd be like a race today. People would be like, we got to get the balloon. And like, oh, absolutely. It would be would even be... bigger than the actual Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, yeah. Like it yeah. would be. I mean, that's why it was called the balloon race. It would be even bigger today. And I guarantee if they're like, we're going to start this tradition again, people would be like, hell yeah. <laughs> That's Let's my deal. Oh, they'd, be cir- they'd be literally circling Times Square with their planes. I like, feel like people would protest if they said, I, because, oh. like, they're releasing all this and, like, we're trying to protect the environment. And, you know, they would, you know nowadays they do it for something stupid. Like, the first person who gets this gets a $25 gift card to Applebee's, and people would still lose it. <laughs> It'd be like, I want my Applebee's gift card. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Come on, like so. you know, it would be a big thing. It would. They should try it. I again. agree. Let's let's see what happens. I haven't had no. Applebee's since like 2010. <laughs> that 2010 is where Applebee's belongs. I had a friend who said no one willingly goes to Applebee's. Like no one is happily going to Applebee's. They they just always disappear <laughs> but there. If that's your only like no option. one goes. Well, usually it's either Applebee's or Chili's. And like I would much rather yeah. go to Chili's than Applebee's. Cynthia like, and I used to go to Applebee's all the time when we lived in Kyle because it was close to our house and they mm. had half price apps after a certain time. Mm-hmm. That's when I was working at the outlet mall and she was working in the restaurant. See, and, and that so makes it sense. Just was, like a good time for us but right. we never Cynthia went to applebee's drinks. other than that yeah <laughs> like, you weren't no, you were ever I like let's go to applebee's for a good meal for a good time yeah like no, let's go to like, get cheap drinks because we're miserable yeah. right we would go yeah cynthia and i would go so we could get one dollar margaritas which were terrible and then there were pretzel bites <laughs> but you know what one dollar is perfect for a terrible margarita Come on. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's yeah. that's why we always would go to Grins mm-hmm. like, when we lived exactly. in San Marcos. Like, they were dollar Remember? margaritas and they were gross. It's trash. The whole restaurant was trash. Ugh. Yeah. No offense if anyone really liked it. But now I'm looking Their back at it. Their ranch is good, though. And I'm like, that really wasn't that I've good. I've never of heard restaurant. of this place that you're talking about. Well, it's in San Marcos. It's so you probably literally wouldn't. just a San Marcos restaurant. Mm-hmm. I bet but if I went back to Grins. She agreed with me about the ranch. Yep. Ranch. Ranch. Um, it's kind of like that. Um, is it dirties i think that's what it's called that's over on the drag something like that mm-hmm. my grandparents like grins though they're like they have a vegetable plate we that like was right it. there they, like they do like if we're going to the music building katie mm. like instead of going left to to texas state you go right right is that where it is mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 it's right i liked there. i mean i anyway. only did it once but i liked it i thought it was enjoyable it's not mm. like horrible it's a no. little yeah but just... it's not anything like exceptional no there's but no, i also cj wouldn't wouldn't compare it to dirties at all like it's completely different no dirties yeah. is dirties i enjoy dirties great, great, i was just greasy. trying to make a comparison that it's literally yeah. just kind of a, a staple right by the college yeah. that's like one place yeah. yeah so anyway anyway sorry that's all i have to say about the macy's thanksgiving day parade i love it i love thanksgiving i love macy's i yeah. love christmas i love floats i love parades <laughs> i love balloons I love America. Love America. Especially right now. Our democracy is back. It's a good day to be an American. I am hopeful for our future, and I am hopeful for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. <laughs> I hope it is good. I am ready to watch it and be like, I know all this information about you that other people don't know. <laughs> How does that make you feel, Macy's? <laughs> Cynthia, Cynthia wonders if that started the tr- tradition of hot air balloon races. Are there air balloon races up oh. in New York now every year? Or is there that... are some in um, New Mexico. Right, but I think that's yeah. 
different time. I mean, I mean, but it might have. I don't know. In Texas, there are. Uh, I mean, it could have. I I feel like maybe hot air balloons were yeah. doing that before. Yeah, I, like I mean, I don't know. I'm not a historian, so just, you know, obviously, I don't know. I don't know anything about hot air balloons, but I know that we had a crash a couple years ago of one. Mm-hmm. Google. I'm gonna Google right now. That's what I'm doing. Oh, who's gonna Google faster? When did hot air balloon races start? 1982. Mm. In the crisp Nevada sky. Oh, that was the great Reno balloon race. Oh, wow. Are there other ones besides Reno? I would assume there are. I think so. That's just the first one that pops up when I said, when did hot air balloon races start? Um, History of ballooning. (laughs) Maybe this should be an episode. (laughs) There was... Oh, yeah, because we go back to 220 AD. Oh. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. So oh. there was a, in Varies, the country, in 1906, there was a balloon race. Um, Belgium had one in 1948. The U.S. National Hot Air Balloon Championship started in 1963. Hmm. Um. I'm just going to put this Wikipedia in the live chat and y'all can go look at it. But you know what? With that being said, I'm proud to be an American today. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing my USA shirt, going to put an American flag out in the front yard. It's a good day. We just and I'm going to be proud to be an American on November 27th at 8 a.m. Central Time when we can watch the 94th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So excited. It'll be a good day for that, too. It will be. Yeah. All right. That was fun. Is there anything else, Ben? Now that you have a cat in your arms? Aw. Neon, little kitty cat. You know what? No, that's that's all I got. I feel like if Cairo was hungry enough, she could take down an entire th- Macy's Thanksgiving I day bet she could. Balloon. She probably could. I bet she would. She'd eat Tom the turkey. She would. She'd mm-hmm. be like, you are mine and my tummy. Mm-hmm. She would destroy Pikachu. <laughs> Sorry, I she don't would, know. She would destroy Pikachu. She would. Anyway, all right, cool. That's fun. I like that. Yeah, I did too. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. Ben. Yeah, this was a fun one. I liked I'm learning glad. about Macy's. I was worried that it wasn't going to be interesting different. enough to y'all, but I, I loved it. It was so. good. It was, it was fun. Yeah. Um, I figured there would be mishaps, but I just didn't think that, like, that would be, th- oh, there'd so be many. this many mishaps with There's it. so many. Yeah. <laughs> I just, and you know what? They should have known. When Felix the Cat went up in flames, they should have known. <laughs> yeah. They really should have known. That may- but, but I that just love that the very, very first one started with animals from the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> they straight up were like, let's go to the zoo and just let them out the cage. Let them run down the street for six miles. Uh, they got their exercise somehow. Mm-hmm. And people weren't coming on Thanksgiving anyway. So, like, or go see them. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed the show and want to show your support, please head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash to help us keep this podcast thing going. There are a couple tiers there that all include access to the Discord and... Uh, a shout out in the podcast after the podcast we chit chat about the next episode and more which we we release to the supporter to our supporters um and there are a couple tiers there that help that will allow you to listen live which is pretty nifty 
Again, thanks to our patrons. To hear the after show and previous after shows, go to patreon.com slash gotamppod and become at least a settler. You can also buy us a cup of coffee if you don't want to do a monthly subscription at ko-fi.com slash gotamppod. Um, and we would also really appreciate that as well. Thanks for listening. Make sure to like, heart, star, favorite, and leave us a review wherever you can. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Settlers of Catan Even, or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CatanPod. Now let's go around this virtual table and talk about where you can find us. Katie, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Katie11318. And Ben, where are you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at bfelts91, on my website at benjaminfelts.com, or flying my biplane directly into the forehead of Pikachu. And Ben is super talented and super awesome and made our music for the podcast, so please reach out to him if you have any music that you need made. Jasmine, where can we find you? Y'all can find me on Instagram at princessjasmine14, and twitter at underscore snoop jazzy jazz and probably on my way to starbucks to get myself a peppermint mocha oh peppermint mocha sounds so good as we all should be Mm yes cj where can we find you when you're not on your way to starbucks (laughs) (laughs) um you can find me on instagram at clevenger cj also, go check me. Uh, sorry, go check out my YouTube and Twitch channels where I'm going to finally be starting my live stream endeavor. Um, you can find it under Hyrule League Champion on both sites. That's exciting. Fun. Finally. Where are you going to stream first? Probably YouTube. Um, what game? I feel like it has to be Breath of the Wild YouTube. because of your name, but it also doesn't have to be. Well,. The, so the the name itself is actually just kind of a hybrid between Legend of Zelda and Pokemon. Um, That's fair. But so yeah, obviously you're so going to stream I, Sonic the Hedgehog first. So I I don't have like a set stream schedule yet. Um, my thought is like my first YouTube stream will be shiny hunting in Pokemon, Ooh. and then my first live stream on Twitch is going to be um, depending on when I actually get this set up and going, probably going to be. Um, on Twitch with, uh, what is it? Oh my gosh, Hyrule Warriors in anticipation oh, nice. for mm. the Breath of the Wild prequel, mm-hmm. which comes out on the 20th of this month, which I'm going to try to live stream that um, as soon as I get the game. Woo! That's exciting. That is exciting. You can demo it now That's and awesome. your uh, save data rolls over into your, your file. This is true. And I've played the first two levels of the demo and then I stopped because I was like, I don't want any more story. <laughs> I don't want to spoil <laughs> before it. Before the actual game comes out. Because <laughs> like, there's already a you know, the demo already has, like, spoilers because it literally gives you the first two levels of story. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I am good for now. <laughs> like, I don't want to be, I don't want to have, like, half the story um, on the day the actual full game comes out. So. Right. That's <laughs> anyway. fair. Cool. So make sure to click those links for CJ's YouTube and Twitch and go follow and subscribe and all that good stuff there. Yes, uh, please. And finally, you can find me at Megan Wilson. Uh, underscore on twitter instagrams and twitch basically anywhere that there is a social media you can probably find me with that name um it's linked in the show notes as with everyone else thanks again and we'll be back soon with more Catan and conversation bye bye bye, everyone. bye. in the long history of the world only a few generations have been granted the role of defending freedom 
this hour of maximum danger. It's a nearly 100-year-old tradition, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but it is up against a once-in-a-lifetime virus. Despite the weather this Black Friday, millions of shoppers are making an early morning beeline to stores across the country. Crow it, Cohen. <laughs> 